0: let's give you some takeaways from the Spurs win yes win over the Pistons A uh, DeJounte Murray Spurs reunion and we're gonna go over some of your YouTube locked on Spurs fan comments you are locked on Spurs your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day hey this is hot rod and- and you're listening to Lockdown Spurs with Jeff Garcia! Welcome back to Locked On Spurs and the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Kens 5 San Antonio. Glad to have y'all back. And yeah, Spurs won. Yeah, we're gonna get into that. We're gonna give some takeaways from yesterday's win versus the Pistons. We're gonna be talking about a possible DeJounte-Well, a rumor. DeJounte Murray Spurs reunion? And go over some of your comments that you left on the Lockdown Spurs YouTube fan page. Hey, this episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepix.com slash lockdown and use the code all lowercase lockdown NBA for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. You guys are the everydayers. We thank you for making Lockdown Spurs your first stop for all things silver and black. So, about last night. Yeah, Spurs got a W. Yes, they avoided catastrophe. Spurs fans would have been in shambles if they had lost to the Pistons on the road. But the Spurs got the W. Way to go, San Antonio, beating Detroit 130 to 108. Cruise to victory. Got a little close in the second quarter, but after that, the Spurs uh took over. And uh yeah, easy win. Spurs get their sixth win on the season. So way to go. So, what are some takeaways? What 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 went right for the Spurs? last night in detroit well number one what went right is minimal turnovers they valued the ball this is something that we talked about pre-game one of the keys to a win the spurs had just five turnovers for the entire game now this is the fourth game in a row where the spurs have recorded fewer turnovers than their opposition so that just goes to the fact that this team maybe perhaps getting a little more chemistry going, a little more familiarity going, uh, finding the right passes also helps you got Trey Jones as a starting point guard. So, way to go, Spurs. Big, big, big key to victory. One of the best takeaways I'd like to say here is he kept the minimal turnovers. I mean, just five. That's, that's pretty good. Second takeaway, Victor Wimbayama. Wemby did it again. I mean, what can't this kid, 20 year old kid, do on that court? He recorded his first ever NBA triple double, leading the Spurs with 16 points, 12 rebounds, and 10 assists. Yeah, facilitating Wimby. Look at that. You know, he didn't, re- I thought he was going to get it with blocks. I thought he was going to never get a triple double come with the block shots, but he came with assists. So that just goes uh, more, more of a testament to his skill set, his abilities, what he can do on that court. Leading the way for the Spurs, and he did that all in just 21 minutes. A triple double in the NBA in 21 minutes, basically the minutes restriction. So takeaway number two is Wemby. Yeah, the kid is special. Just his rookie season. We talked about this in uh recently in Lockdown Spurs. Has he turned the corner? I think he has in his rookie season. Matter of fact, after the game, Doug McDermott uh said that. You know He he thinks and he sees that the game is slowing down for Wimby already in his rookie season. So takeaway number two is Wimby does it again. And then finally, I think this is a big thing, too, is contributions from the bench. Third takeaway, Spurs with 70 bench points. Seventy. 70 every, I mean, just the, the guys came to contribute. You had Malachi Brown with seven. You had uh, C.D. Osmond with 11. You had Doug McDermott with 14. You had Kelden Johnson with 17. You had, I mean, you had more than you know, just so many players in double figures. So, but the bench really came and studied that first unit when they were out. Uh, that's good to know. I mean, it helps with Keldon Johnson coming off the bench now, bo- boost that second unit. That's a great sign moving forward. I get it. It was the, the Pistons that were without. Uh, Isaiah Stewart without Kate Cunningham. I get that. And Popovich said that after the game that, Hey, look, Detroit was depleted, but you got to take your wins where you can. And Spurs had to take advantage of it. And if I had to if we just add a kind of a bonus takeaway is the Spurs took care of business. They played 48 minutes. They took care of a team that they should have taken care of. And they did it. They went to Detroit and just pretty much just beat them down. Not often. You get to say that the Spurs beat down a team this season. They actually won again, the third period outscoring Detroit 32 to 26. Coming up next, Rudy Campos from Sweep the League. He's going to join me. We're going to be discussing that DeJounte Murray Spurs reunion rumor. Yeah, that's happening right now. Spurs fans are talking about it and then get into some of your comments that you left on the Lockdown Spurs YouTube fan page up next on Lockdown Spurs. Hey, I want to talk about prize picks. Price picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. They are the easiest, fastest, most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports, and it's just you against the numbers. You don't have to worry about the pros, the sharks, it's just you and the numbers. That's it. You pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections. And hopefully you'll start watching all those winnings come in. Look, price picks is just so much fun. They got quick withdrawals. Easy gameplay, a big selection of players and stat types. And that's what makes Price Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. And they even offer Apple Pay for quick, easy deposits into your account this entire basketball season. They got it all. Look, look it's so easy to use, so much fun. You could turn 10 bucks at $250 in just a few easy taps. That's where you got to get the Price Picks app right now. So get it. What are you waiting for? I have it. You should get it too. Go to pricepicks.com slash locked on Use code loft on NBA for first deposit match up to 100, and 100. Look, just get it. Just get it. Go to that website, pricepicks.com slash locked on NBA. The code is locked on NBA. First deposit match up to 100 bucks. Go there right now. Download it. And Price Picks, it's daily fantasy sports made easy. Hey guys, this is Jason David Frank, the Green Ranger, and you are listening to a Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. It's Morphin' time, and we are back right here on Locked On Spurs. Joined now by Rudy Campos of Sweep the League. Follow him on X at Sweep the League, and also let him know if it's true that he actually took down Superman and Batman, a la Deathstroke. I've heard mm. that that happened, right? I I
1: actually have receipts and I have physical evidence. Uh, he does. I, See, i've seen it artists, an artist I've actually drew the uh the what he saw in person so i've got it <laughs> again make sure to follow him on x at sweep the
0: league um he's gonna brag about his show later on on this show and he's gonna help us remember a good old memory at the hemisphere arena he's gonna validate it for us mm-hmm. little we'll discussion of this in la- yesterday's lockdown Spurs whether there were tv monitors hanging in the hemisphere we're gonna ask well, Mr. Sweet the League himself, Rudy, true or not. So, Rudy, uh, first of all, welcome back. Glad to have you back as always, stepping in for us here at Locked Spurs. But this okay. has been a buzz lately among the Spurs fan base is a potential, or well, a reported potential reunion with the Spurs and DeJounte Murray. What? Uh, according to the Athletic Sham Sharania, the Spurs have expressed interest. In uh, reacquiring the former Spurs guard again, uh, again, this is just a rumor. This is a report. You know, there's it's been kind of quiet since. Mm -hmm. But where do you stand on this, Rudy? Are you going to buy or sell this report? And also, should the Spurs even do it?
1: So I'm going to outdate. I'm going to date myself here. Not outdate. Date myself here. I'm going to put it on layaway. Is what I'm going to do. Okay. I'm I'm gonna. I'm going to put it on a layaway plan, but not a where you know it's like. I've got four or five months to pay it off. And it's kind of what mm-hmm. I'm seeing here. I, I think it's it's kind of cool to see, you know, DeJounte Murray and the Spurs kind of being, you know, I guess, buddy-buddy mm-hmm. buddy now and everything. Of course, he had some negative things to say when he left San Antonio, but mm-hmm. all is forgiven unless your name is Kawhi Leonard. I think mm-hmm. that – um, The way it looks, Jeff, it's like it's a good thing, but it's a bad thing. I see fan standpoint where it's great. You get DeJounte, he's averaging 20 points a game, five assists a game. He's the point guard that the Spurs are missing. But is he the answer to turn this whole ship around? It doesn't move the needle as much as Spurs fans feel that it does. It's going to help, obviously. But Mm -hmm. not only are you looking at, okay, you've got the current team as constructed. You want to kind of work with that, see what you've got. But you're also gonna to have to give up pieces of that current roster in order to bring him back. So yeah. more than likely, I think it's kind of smokescreen still, because mm-hmm. I think if anything, you're gonna have a team like the Lakers wanting him a lot Absolutely, more. Yeah. So if if I'm DeJounte, I'm thinking I have a better chance of winning in LA than I do in San mm-hmm. Antonio. So for me, it's kind of smokescreen. But again, where there's smoke, there is fire. So there could be a lot of you know, a lot of it behind it here. Yeah, I'm gonna, you know, maybe this is just um I guess as as
0: as Ben Affleck said in the Superman versus Batman, maybe this is just the Gotham in me. Maybe this is just <laughs> the past reports that never pan out in me. But right. I'm not buying it. I I don't think it'll happen ultimately. Uh, you know, first of all, uh you, you know, I think the Spurs, I mean, I, yes, they they do have the assets and the, the cash. Mm-hmm. But I think his um, his uh, pay grade, his pay raise is coming up soon. It's like over triple figures. Yeah. So do the again, the Spurs can't afford it. But do they really want to mortgage a big little nice little chunk of that pad they have right now in Dejounte? I think they would, but I don't think they're going to. Mm-hmm. So also, they're obviously not in a rush to win at, at all. If that's true, then there would have been no Sohan experiment and PG Trey Jones would have been starting. And Pop would have called every timeout in the world until they got <laughs> it in their head to throw it to Wimby to start the season. Yeah. So it doesn't seem like they're in a rush to win right now. You know, another thing though, is for me is he, I, I know people say that Trey Jones isn't it. He's good, but he's not it. But I don't, I still don't think he's been given a, a fair shot mm-hmm. at running the team, you, you know, as a starting point guard for an extended Period and like maybe an entire season. I would love to see him. Basically, the Spurs just use what they got right now on the mm-hmm. roster. Uh, as a matter of fact, we, you and I, we talked to a Spurs fan before we even hit record, and they told us just stick with what you got right now. It just makes all right. the sense in the right now in this period of the, the Spurs uh, timeline. So, although it would fix an immediate need, he is an All Star. He's familiar with Pop and his system. Yes, familiarity with the players on the roster. Him and Wimby, I think it would be a nice little one-two. I imagine him, Wimby, and Vassell as being a nice little three combo there. It'd be really good. But I see the Spurs simply just either trading for a veteran point guard, you know, a la Mike Connolly in that kind of vein. Uh, you, you know, who's that? Who's the other kid? Holiday, like a like a Drew Holiday, like in that ilk, yeah. or just seeing what the draft provides this uh, off season, your thoughts.
1: So the draft has a pretty good amount of uh, point guards in it. Uh, again, no, nobody that's going to be in, you know, I get the, I get the love for topic as well. Um, I, mm-hmm. I do understand that, but again, I you know, it's
0: horrific though.
1: Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It, it, there's still a lot of red flags on a lot of these players coming in. I've, I've really felt that 2025 draft is going to be where mm-hmm. you're going to see these superstar players coming out. So Again, it's kind of like you're trading for DeJounte now, but how much does that needle move? For me, if mm-hmm. you're sitting at five wins on the season, I mean, is it going to move to where you get 15 wins? Probably not. You're probably looking at mm-hmm. another maybe seven, like maybe total seven, eight, mm-hmm. nine, where you hit mm-hmm. the win column there. So it's a move if you make your – Is it? Uh, that's a good question. If you make that move, are you in desperate? Like are you desperate? It's a desperation move.
0: But why make and, the move now? I mean, the season is
1: is toast already. It's done,
0: exactly. It's done. And you're There's gonna have to, to pay
1: for it right now. You're gonna have to give yeah. up assets that you've actually acquired that are gonna benefit you mm-hmm. in the season. I've, you know, I'm thinking the 25-26 season is when you see this whole ship turn around and start. Going that direction. It's going to take a few mm-hmm. years of drafts. It's going to take a, a few yeah. years for these young guys to actually come in and about Kinda like but, the magic, what the magic did in their right. rebuild, right? Orlando, Oklahoma, yeah. uh, OKC, you know, even you can throw in uh, Indiana, uh, Sacramento, yeah. those teams like that. Yeah. It takes a little while. So you got to bring in the right veterans, and I think what you want to do is probably get some of these veterans who are maybe on an expiring contract or have a two-year deal that are really low uh, when mm-hmm. it comes to their contract, and just kind of give them the playing time that they, you know, that they mm-hmm. want towards the twilight of their career. Dejounte Murray would, you know, definitely make everybody excited, but it's that on the court. I'm glad he's here, but what are we going to get on the court? Yeah. I don't think it's that much more. If, if for some
0: reason, let's just say down the road ahead of the trade deadline, the Spurs pull the trigger and he's mm-hmm. he's a spur uh, back, back in silver and black. I'm not going to be mad at it. No, I'm not going to be angry. No. You know, I'm mm-hmm. not going to be upset. OK, fine. You you address the need. You do bring in technically a veteran all star point guard. Um and I like that he'll shore up the defense, especially on the perimeter. I mean, how many times this season we've we seen teams just go off from the three line on this mm-hmm. uh, team? You know, Spurs. I mean, just they won't run the players off the off the three line. You know, Dejounte will do that, so he'll shore up the perimeter defense. You will have interior defense with Wimby, so it it makes sense. Again, I'm not going to be angry at it, no. but in the grand scheme of things, should the Spurs mortgage? Some of their assets. Again, it's I'm on the fence with this. It's like the more talking out of it, like, it's fine. I mean, I'll be like, okay, great, you know, perfect. You solved your point guard spot situation, Spurs. Yay, Spurs! And if you don't, you pass on him, and let's just say he does go to LA. Okay, fine, great. You know, you you got what you got. You got to still trade Jones. Give him a legit shot. You got the draft, and you got the better. Well, not better, but just you know the waiver wire perhaps, or or maybe a deal in the off season, or maybe you deal for a veteran, like a real late veteran, like, like in year eight, nine or 10, Mm -hmm. you know, come in and to steady the ship. So again, you know, I'm right there, but ultimately I just don't think it'll happen. You know, it could be a leverage move right now by the Hawks, something like that.
1: What? Okay. So I guess let's put it in a scenario here for DeJounte is, if you gave up either a Keldon or a Sohan and a first round pick, is that too much for Dejounte? It feels like it's too much, right? Yes, it does. Now, it if you say just like the first round pick, it, much is Dejounte worth a first round pick? Is that a that's a question? Because the Spurs Atlanta have a good thought good was. Atlanta thought he was, but at the same time, Atlanta was getting, you know, what, a guy coming off of an all-star appearance, Mm -hmm. um, the leader of the team, a piece that definitely was supposed to fit with Trey Young and John Collins is -hmm. what they were thinking at the time, but it just didn't work out. So now that you say, okay, DeJounte's on the trading block, is he worth a first round pick? I mean, to me... I I'm kind of stingy with these first round picks that I have coming up. I mm-hmm. I don't want to real now. If you say give us a 2026 first. I would probably pull that trigger right away. Okay, yeah, but yeah. not not anytime soon on a first. Not too soon, yeah. Especially not in the not this season's draft, but the next season draft. This or no, next they, season,
0: no. Yeah. Twenty four and twenty five, yeah. no. Definitely. Especially next season, with you know, let's just say the Spurs bottom out again and Cooper yeah. Flag is on the radar. You know, you 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 want to go for that. And you You have have the Hawks.
1: You have the Hawks unprotected lottery pick in 2025. I mean, screw the lottery. You have the Hawks unprotected first round pick Mm -hmm. in 2025. So, again, why would you want to risk that making, you Mm -hmm. know, uh, you're not going to make them better, but chances are they're going to want that pick back. So Mm -hmm. I would say just don't do it if it's for a first. If it is 2026 and beyond, that would be the only way I'd go. Yeah, yeah.
0: Again, you know, ultimately I just think, Ultimately, that's not just in in overall, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, you know. So, but you know, I think Spurs fans will be a little bit more forgiving with him for his comments afterwards than maybe a Kawhi Leonard. So, I mean, he got he got pretty we got some good yeah. love, you know, when he came come back to San Antonio. It's not hundred percent applause. You'll hear a little <laughs> bit of booze kind of popping out when we he's introduced. A
1: we got a buddy, Eric, man, and he's a yeah. big Kawhi Kawhi guy. And I've got to, oh ask, yeah, I've got to ask you why. Why is there so much hate for Kawhi if he really never came out and talked yeah. bad about San Antonio? Kind of like I mean, Dejounte made comments here <laughs> and there. I mean, Kawhi never really bashed on San Antonio no, at all. No, I think it was a, the shock of it because
0: mm-hmm. you know the the you know the past mega stars for the Spurs from Timmy to Robinson, you know, mm-hmm. and took pay cuts. Oh, I'm giving giving this up for the best of the team and. Yeah. So I think it was just the first time in this generation's a fan base where they reacted that way. And they're seeing what you don't you, Megastar, don't want to <laughs> stay in San Antonio. You are the uh, the heir to the Tim Duncan throne. The torch is being passed to you to take this team to the next level, continue winning titles. Mm-hmm. So you you think Spurs fans saw that. They saw the fact that there goes your one player that can really legit give you a shot at the NBA crown, a gone and then maybe it's just the fact he didn't say anything maybe it's just that the silent Probably. treatment you, you know like well, what what do you want to talk to us and it's like a, like a you break up with your boyfriend or girlfriend you're like what you're, we're not talking anymore fine fine <laughs> be that way fine That's what it feels yeah. like and i think yeah. what it was
1: like we you, can, you can't really expect and it's sad yeah. to say in this this day and age of sports you you can't expect loyalty it's very yeah. it's very very rare to see a player mm-hmm. like Tim Duncan yeah. or David. I mean, the only one you can think of is maybe Giannis. Onto yeah, this is what they um,
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, we'll see what happens with Luca, but Luca so far. Mm-hmm. I think maybe the next one would probably be Joker.
1: I think I can see him. Yeah. Joker staying, easily. Yeah. yeah Luca's another one. Luca's definitely another one that I think it'd probably stay in Dallas unless they have to mm-hmm. really just get a, a ransom for him. But yeah, you can't blame a player these days for wanting to leave half the time yeah. anymore. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens with this Dejounte Murray Spurs reunion
0: question mark rumor. <laughs> we'll see what happens again. If you really look at what the report says, it's it's not anything concrete. Mm-hmm. You know, I, look. First of all, I would hope the Spurs will be looking at point guards. Yeah, you know, I'm glad that they are. If this report is true, I'm glad they're looking at point guards to bring in because that is a big need. But ultimately, I just think you know. Also, you throw in the clutch factor you know what i mean he and lebron are very very close mm-hmm. you know really good friends so i could see a reunion happening for those two guys in los angeles then a reunion mm-hmm. in san antonio uh first uh, above anything but when we get back we're going to dive into some locked On spurs youtube comments We've got a couple on deck we're going to get a reaction from rudy he's going to answer help me answer some of the fans thoughts and uh, points and questions and then we're going to solve the hemisphere mystery were there <laughs> mini monitor TVs at the Hemisphere. That's coming up next on Locked on Spurs.
1: This is Zach Aguilar, the voice of Tanjiro Kamado, and you're listening to Locked on Spurs with Jeff Garcia.
0: Before we continue our chat, I want to talk to you about Jace Medical. Look, I know we come to sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of life, but can we just talk for a minute about preparing for real life? According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like Amoxicillin, uh, right in the worst flu season in over a decade. That is very scary. I can't imagine a more helpless feeling than if you know my nephew or my parents or or just somebody that is close to me got sick while a supply chain issue kept them from life-saving medication they needed. Thankfully, they'll be okay because of Jace Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs respiratory infections, sinitis, skin infections, among others. This stuff could happen to any of us. So what you want to do is visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It'll be reviewed by a board certified physician and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to prepare than today. So you want to go to jacemedical.com Use offer code LOCKEDON to get $20 off your order. This is Emily Swallow, and you are listening to Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. And we are back right here on Locked On Spurs with our guest Rudy Campos making his weekly stop right here on Locked On Spurs. I had to because he was going to go deathstroke on me i mean seriously I, I just saw a red or oh, sorry an orange and black mask kind of peek over my <laughs> my shoulder and he goes he breathed in my face he's going like when am i scheduled this week and then i heard the <laughs> heard the clanging of a blade come out i was like okay rudy i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry you're, you're gonna be on uh, for thursday how's that so he <laughs> is back everybody and uh, we're talking all things spurs come now we're going to be discussing you now some of the comments you left on the lockdown spurs youtube page And they're pretty good. Shocker, Rudy, a lot of them are about uh, Wimby. So I had to, like, sift through them because, you know, we got to spread this out. Who's that guy? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, who's that guy? But speaking of the last segment, DeJounte Murray, there's been a strong reaction on the Locked On Spurs uh, YouTube page about DeJounte's possible rumored, you know, interest, possible, Mm -hmm. blah, 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 all that good stuff. So the first comment is from Tony Hill. He says, no. He had his chance, and it didn't work. I would rather go and get a younger player who fits into Wemby's timeline. The amount of draft capital and players on great contracts, can we get that player? So, yeah. Uh, Looks like this uh, person, Tony Hill, thank you, by the way, Tony, for uh, leaving that comment. But he's not done yet. He says, sorry, folks, in the comment section. But don't get your emotions in this. We don't and should not want to even consider him. That's a strong take. Uh, I'll let you react first. You're the guest. So, what do you think about that? That's that's a very you know, <laughs> like hell no for two Dejounte back.
1: I, I think that's probably going to be the majority uh, of the people's feelings mm-hmm. out there. Is the same thing with Tony, and you know, I don't think it's as strong as Tony's uh, comment was, but. Mm-hmm. I agree with him, you know, per se, I do, because it it's it's gonna be a huge contract to take on. And I don't mm-hmm. agree with the well, he had his chance here. I, I he had his chance here, you know what? He was able to move on, he can come back and you know, let bygones mm-hmm. be bygones. It doesn't matter to me. So um but I I agree to I do agree with Tony on the fact that you don't probably make this deal. There's a lot mm-hmm. of more There's a lot of more weight on the side of the balance when it comes to Mm -hmm. not making this deal than actually making it. You're giving up. You're giving up draft capital probably. You're giving up a player or two. You're possibly going to be. You are giving up cap space. That's a lot when it comes for just one player. Now Mm -hmm. the way to look at it, Jeff, is if you're giving up all that, ask yourself this: Is this player an all-star year in year out? If the answer is no, then you don't have to go to the next question. Is this yeah. guy a superstar? Is this guy a Hall of Famer? Yeah. Stuff like that. So that's the reason why, because that first question cannot be answered and cannot be guaranteed. I would not give up that much to get Dejounte.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree you that he had his chance thing. You know,
1: mm-hmm. I think
0: he was given. I think he was given his chance, and I think he embraced mm-hmm. his chance and he became an all star. He was the the key focal point pre Wimby for this team. You know, he was the face of the Spurs for a while. Yeah. So, yeah, I think he was given his chance. But I go back to what I said in the middle segment here. I said, I'm glad just the Spurs are just, look, if the reporters are just looking at point guards. Even It could have been DeJounte. It could have been Mike Conley, you know, Fred VanVleet. Who cares? You know, I just, the fact that they're just looking at a point guard, you know, I'm glad about that. And if it just happened to be DeJounte, so be it. But, yeah, you know, that was a great comment there. But let's see what's up next. Shocker here, Rudy. It's about Wimby and the All-Star conversation. This is from K underscore DC. He left this comment. says, on the All-Star conversation, I would re-look at the stats. As high of a potential Wimby might be, his effective field goal percentage, his true shooting percentage is very bad, very below average, comparing that to the regular center's. Never mind Chet Holmgren or Alpern Sengun. Uh, It's one thing for rookies to have these numbers. It's another for all-star consideration. If it was a blind test and cover up the names, other guys would be ahead. He's talking about Wimby. Uh, The popularity hype vote is already in effect. What do you think about that? Do you think that should hit Wimby's all-star chances?
1: Uh, yeah. I, I mean, if you're, you're talking about the best of the best when it comes to all-star consideration mm-hmm. and you and I, we did a show on this recently mm-hmm. and we did, yep. We were kind of on the same page of he's not an all-star. I, he the only way he gets hit is by the mm-hmm. fans. If he doesn't get in by the fans voting, the the coaches aren't going to get him in. There, there's no way. I mean, you're not on a winning team. That's a big plus. That's a big thing right there. You mm-hmm. you are putting up stats. Your stats are good, but compared, yeah, they're good. They're great, he's on a tear right now. Yeah, and compared to everybody in the West, you're you're still about middle of the pack. Uh, I mean, you're not right there. You know, with everybody in the West, that it will be considered for All Star consideration. The only and the other way that might happen to is mm-hmm. if the league wants him in the All Star game, they'll get him into the All Star game because mm-hmm. of it's all finances. It's all financial stuff. But let's not be let's not let's not negate everything. He's going to be a part of All Star Weekend, mm-hmm. so he's going to be there. But he's right. You don't. I mean, stat wise, he's got stats to say you can be an All Star, mm-hmm. but it's not stats that say you should be an All Star. Yeah, yeah. I
0: mean, we're not even talking about you know Chet Holmgren possibly getting an mm-hmm. All Star nod over Wimby. Imagine mm-hmm. if that happens. If it comes oh. down to that, who are you going to pick to fill it out? <laughs> And the coaches go with Chet over Wimby. But they should. They should. Oh, and if they do, I'm taking that and I'm putting it on Wimby's yeah. locker room and being like, yeah. read that every day yeah. do, do to the rest of your career. Uh, motivation. Because, uh, motivation. Motivation right there. So, uh, yeah, keep that. Keep your eye on that. Will Wimby make the All Star squad? Whether it's a starter or a reserve, we'll mm. see. He's going to be there no matter what, whether it be for events or the Rise of Star Challenge, but will he be there yeah. for? The big event on Sunday night remains to be seen. And the last comment we're going to read here is from Christopher Kidd. He says, "Say what you want about these Spurs; they are growing and connecting and competing more in these games. You buying or selling that?"
1: In the past couple of games, I'm buying that that you're they buying. are okay. they are doing that. And you know, it, it's um, it's part of growing pains. You're gonna you're gonna see a lot of positives, but where mm-hmm. you see one positive, there's two or three negatives that's going to happen so yeah. i would say that they are they are improving not by leaps and bounds uh, by by maybe inches and centimeters they are improving mm-hmm. but you, it's enough to where you can notice it i do agree to a certain extent with that comment that they are improving that they yeah. are you know gelling and coming together but again it's not going to equal to wins yeah, they're they're definitely getting better. They're taking baby steps.
0: Mm-hmm. We got a we we got at least competitive games versus the Bucks and the Cavs, so that was fun. They're not getting curb stomped in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. They're rallying from deficits. They're not just laying down and dying. And interesting fact: ahead of the Spurs Pistons game, they actually were committing fewer turnovers mm-hmm. than their opponents in three games straight. So if that's a sign of improvement, I'll take it. You know they're valuing the ball, they're minimizing turnovers, so that's good. So they are getting better. Uh, you, you look at them as a whole; it's just going to take time. And you alluded to it. You said, look at what OKC went through, look what the Magic are going through or went through. You know, all, I think they're they're out of the rebuild there, but I think they're at phase mm-hmm. one post-rebuild right now. Mm-hmm. And then of course, you mentioned the Kings. So the Spurs still got work to do, but. If these are little steps towards that direction, that's great. Uh, so we'll see how the Spurs improve. But, you know, Rudy, I can't let you go because you're old enough to remember going to the Hemisphere Arena. Mm-hmm. So we had a discussion about the old days in yesterday's lockdown Spurs with our guest Raul Flores of the AP Radio. And we're trying to remember if the Hemisphere Arena had baby monitors underneath the second level overhang. So let's just say you got a good ticket, you're in that first bowl, but you got because the overhang would deep would dip pretty low. Yeah, were there TV monitors you could watch the action uh, if you couldn't see clearly?
1: Yes, game? yes, oh, and I re- right? okay. I remember because one of the games that I went to was against the Chicago Bulls when Michael Jordan came to town, and my mom. Mm-hmm got us tickets and it was underneath the overhang mm-hmm. and it was great because i could see a little bit of the court but also because they had monitors on the corner mm-hmm. so you did have a monitor where you could see the game on there see what was going on um yeah i, I can i can say for sure there were monitor. now if not no monitor, okay. if there wasn't any monitors and we've got a mandela effect going on we do that i'm yeah. pretty sure is kind of crazy but yeah. i i remember them them not being really big or right anything no there. they weren't like tvs i mean yeah they weren't tv they were just like these small
0: monitors Mm -hmm. like like a desktop monitor that's the best i could describe it as yeah you know and they were i mean they were back in the 70s and 80s they weren't flat screens Mm -hmm. they were like the puffy round boxy looking ones um but i remember i I do remember that and then interesting fact though i don't know if you knew this Mm -hmm. but raul you know, he's uh, much older than us. Yeah. And um, he said he went to that very, very first Spurs game in San Antonio as an NBA team. Um, uh, He actually said the Spurs were the first NBA team to have the Jumbotron that had a four-sided scoreboard. I did not know that. I did not know that either. Yeah. Wow. I did not know that at all. So uh that's some crazy Spurs crazy history facts, there. I, exactly.
1: You know, you know, if you're going Hemisphere Arena, man, you know what I loved about it that I'll never exactly. forget? Were the ramps going up to the next level. They were orange, right? Or brown? Oh, I think they were brown, if I remember. They were brown. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I remember those ramps. That was uh that was probably one of my favorite things about going to a game. It was just well, walking up, down. Yeah, yeah, walking up the ramps and then running down the ramps as yeah. a kid. I mean, man, I, I wish they would have never knocked it down. That was an arena yeah. that definitely would have been uh something to preserve, like the the Alamo and the Tower and stuff. Yeah. I would have loved for this, this new generation of
0: Spurs fans to experience that because that that mm-hmm. was an experience. Hemisphere Arena back in the day was just loud. <laughs> he is Rudy Campos of Sweep the League. Um, are you guys uh, – I'm, I'm guessing that Sweep, it's all about the NFL right now with the season winding down?
1: Yeah, playoffs uh, kicking off. Yeah. Uh, we got some articles coming out when it comes to NFL draft stuff, so just be on the lookout for those mock drafts. And interact with us because we'd love to see – uh, what do you guys think about the uh, prospects coming up? And then, as soon as we're done with that, we're jumping right into NBA prospects. So, we got a lot coming
0: up. Follow him on X at Sweep the League. Ask him how uh, he is uh, doing uh, coming down to solving the uh, world economic uh, situation. <laughs> you know, hopefully he's doing a good job. We're going to save the world on that front. All so, right. again, follow him on uh, X at Sweep the League. Hey, thanks for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. Free and available wherever we get podcasts, iTunes, YouTube spotify ken's five plus app the list goes on and on also check out locked on sports 24 7 streaming channel on youtube subscribe to it right now so the local hosts national hosts regional hosts are all together 24 7 streaming channel on youtube locked on sports today go subscribe to it right now so for rudy deathstroke compost i am jeff garcia we're gonna put a lock on this episode of locked on spurs